Hello and welcome to Take Cover Seattle Storm podcast, your source for game analysis and news with your host, Andrew McDonald. Hello and dun dun dun. Take cover! It's the Seattle Storm podcast with your host, Andrew McDonald. That's me. And in this episode, we'll be getting stuck into the game versus the Dallas Wings from the 3rd of June, 2022. So, as we like to do and have been doing the last few episodes as well, having a nice start off by having a look at the opposing team. What is their expectations for the season and what is overall the coach's plan? Next, we'll get stuck into the game itself, looking at the first half, looking at the second half, breaking it down by quarters and having a look at each quarter and what happened. Then going into our overall game percentages and so forth, our overall summary of who did fabulously and what do we need to work on for the next game to wrap us up. So, let's get started then. Let's look into the Dallas Wings to start us off. So, last season, the Dallas Wings added Vicky Johnson as their coach. Who is Vicky? Vicky was a WNBA player who played from 1997 till 2005 for the New York Liberty and then from... 2006 to 2009 for the San Antonio Silver Stars. Then, as she gets her coaching chops, (laughs) or coaching experience, as you could say, where did she get all that from? She was an assistant coach for the San Antonio Stars from 2011 until 2016, then was a head coach for the San Antonio Stars in 2018. 17 and then was a assistant coach for the Las Vegas Aces from 2018 to 2020. So lovely filling in some background of Vicky Johnson. Next let's get stuck into what exactly happened last season with the Dallas Wings. So the Dallas Wings then finished as the seventh seed overall for the playoffs with a record of 14 wins and 18 losses. And then they had a first round elimination in the playoffs by the Chicago Sky. However, even though they got knocked out in the first round by the Sky, it was ultimately a move in the right direction for their wings. Why? Because their previous 2019 and 2020 seasons, they had missed the playoffs completely under their previous coach, Brian Ackler. So now they want to achieve more success as guard Alicia Gray states, this year we want to do more, we want to succeed more. And how did they bolster the roster, of course? They added Tierra McCowan, and also they added a nice rookie of Veronica Burton with his first round pick in the draft. So, how are they going to succeed more as a team for the Wings? And already, what's one of the highlights we can highlight (laughs) or at least illustrate for the wings is that they're one of the best offensive teams in the league this is because of course they have the star player of Arike Ogombowale who is a two-time all WNBA player scoring champion and WNBA all-star game 
MVP. Nice. Then, over the last three seasons, she is the league's leading scorer as well. So you have Arike as your main star, your main offensive force. Then, as well as last season, along with Arike, four other players for the Wings had over 10 points per game. Who were they? Is their players of Marina Maybury, Alicia Gray, Satu Sabali, and Isabel Harrison. So, they're great offensively. What do they need to work on? No surprise we say something's great offensively. There's got to be a catch somewhere. What is that catch? Is that the wings need to be better defensively this year. Why is that? Because last year they allowed their opponents to have a near 45% shooting against them, which was the fourth highest percent last year. Overall, they were eighth in defensive rating. However, we could put a nice little upward trajectory on this is that ultimately the team hopes to improve because Vicky Johnson is a defensive minded coach and players seem to be bought in precisely to Vicky's system of playing defensively. As guard Marina Maybury says, we know that we're eventually going to score 100 points a game if you let us, but can we stop people? I think that's something that is a mindset more than an ability. We've come in with the right mindset because we know that defense wins championships. And what's great as well, I think, of the last few teams that we've looked at is that we have all this focus upon defense and how much the coaches want to apply in defensively. Of course, we saw that with Sandy Brondello and New York Liberty. We need to play more defense. And of course, as we said as well last episode, what's so key about playing defensively is that you then allow for great offense, hopefully, to take over. So... Not only should be good offensively, but if you're great defensively, great offense flows from there. So, Dallas Wings then, great coach, fantastic star player, great surrounding pieces around Arike, as well as the fact that they're great offensively and they're going to work on their defense. Now, let's get stuck into the game against the Wings. So... Got a nice little tune. Gonna be a little cringy. Mercedes Russell. Uh, Mercedes Russell. Uh, Mercedes Russell. Mercedes is back. Yes, Mercedes Russell is back. That was one of the big story of the game is that Mercedes is coming off that non-basketball related injury. As well as the other big story for the game is that Stephanie Talbot's back. Where's the Stephanie Talbot song? I don't know. Right now, think about it on the spot. Stephanie Talbot, Stephanie is back. Stephanie Talbot, Stephanie is back. <laughs> okay, so I'm cringy. I'm cringy. I accept. But the other news, of course, is that Ezzy Magmagor and Sue Bird are still out due to health and safety protocols, but they're hoping, hoping that they're back very soon. So fingers crossed and all the best for Ezzy and Sue getting back as soon as possible. So who are starters for the Storm for the game is Brianna Stewart, Gabby Williams, Jantel Lavender, Jewel Lloyd, and rounding off with Brianne January. Then for the wings, we have Satu Sabali, Kayla Thornton, Alicia Gray, Marina Marbury, and Ariki Ogumbonwali. 
So, let's get started into the first quarter and first possession for the Storm was absolutely awesome. Because it opened with great ball movement, a nice swing of the ball all around more or less, leading to an open three from Jewel to start us off. Other highlights from the first was Gabby Williams making a fantastic block on Kayla Thornton that led to a jump ball, as well as Stewie going coast to coast from one side of the court to the other and a clear line drive straight for the layup. I guess everybody on the wing side was kind of like, I'm not going to get stuck in the way of Stewie whatsoever. Just allow that, everybody. Allow that. <laughs> and allow that they did, and Stewie got the layup for the two. Fantastic. However, we have to say the overall story from the first quarter was that the Storm only made one out of nine from three in that first quarter and this led to long rebounds the wings taking advantage of that and by running and driving to the basket they were just running and driving lots of points in the paint as well as the fact that the wings were also making a lot of backdoor cuts it's when everybody focuses of course one way and they have that sneaky player who's doing a run underneath the basket of course and then they pass to that running player who's gone underneath the basket and then that gets you that nice layup lots of those happening for the wings in the first then we go into the second half and the struggles really continued for the storm and really kicking off the second we had two missed layups and also made turnovers however it was really the storm's defense that kept us in the game with a big defensive quarter for Brianna Stewart and one of the big highlights of that of course was that Kayla Thornton attempted to cross over Stewie but Stewie kept up with Kayla's quickness followed her and ultimately left Kayla with no place to go whatsoever also, the Storm then made defensive adjustment to challenge the wings, trying to make those backdoor cuts. And then everything really kicked off offensively for the Storm in the second when Gabby made a two and Brianne got a three-pointer. And that nicely clicked off a flurry of offense. But what was great was in the midst of that two and three was a 12-3 to run, which if we take, take a minute and take a step back is that we have near the start of the second we have Brianna Stewart making a three then as we said Gabby making a two Brianne making a three Stewie then made both free throws Mercedes Russell got a two to wrap up that 12 to 3 run and then that nicely wrapped up the second quarter with the storm at 27 and the wings at 31 so only a four point game at that point with very much the storm able to make a comeback and hopefully being able to take the lead by this point and that's the overall sort of arch and question that we had facing the half was okay it's only a four point game and given the way that the Storm has played recently, with Brianna Stewart having been back, it's surely got to be no problem at all. The Storm surely is going to have this one in control. There should be no problems at all, right? 
<laughs> oh, how little did we know from that point onwards when we get stuck into the third. So let's get stuck into the third coming out of halftime. And it's where the Storm really just completely struggled from this point onwards, really. All the points that the Storm had, so they had 12 points in the third, and all of that consisted of Jewel Lloyd and Stewie solely getting the ball and being the prime scorers. Everybody else struggled and didn't score whatsoever. Also, what was a problem is that the Storm kept committing turnovers and that the Wings also took complete advantage of that. And there was sort of a nice sort of going back and forth to start off the third between Jewel and Brianna versus the Wings. However, then the Wings went on a seven-point run. This seven-point run then consisted of Alicia Gray making both her free throws, Kayla Thornton making both her free throws and then Arike making an absolutely awesome and really the highlight score of the entire quarter was the deep three that Arike hit. Absolutely just one of those jaw-dropping moments. Literally my jaw just went, whoa, when she hit that deep three. I think he says it's 32 feet as well. So it's just like, my goodness, what a shot. Then, following the Dallas 7-0 run, the Storm makes a little bit of a comeback with the six points of their own, which consisted of Stewie making one out of two free throws, as well as making a jump shot, and then Jewel hits a three. And then, really, to round off the third, we had the Wings make a five-point turnaround of their own, with Arisha Gray making a driving layup, and then Arike hitting another three-pointer. That then leads us to the end of the third, with the Wings at 51, the Storm at 39, with a 12-point lead. And of course, forever being the optimist, <laughs> still, when you started at four-point difference coming into the third, and even though that's crept up to a 12-point difference, you still think, okay, it's increased only by a little bit, but it's still very much gettable. We should be able to get this lead back and at least make this more of a game and more of a challenge. However, of course, going into the fourth, that didn't happen whatsoever. All offense basically went through Stewie, who had a great quarter, of course. And again, it was just that whole reoccurring tale has happened throughout the game. Absolutely difficult for everybody else, not named Brianna Stewart and Jewel Loy, to really get going offensively. And ultimately, the Storm had their absolute worst field goal percentage of the game at 23.5, only making 4 out of 17 shots. And really, rounding off the fourth, it was just one of those things where it was painful to watch because it was really like, because of such horrible shooting, you just saw the lead increase, increasing, and eventually it came to the point with a few minutes to go, you just think to yourself, okay... That's it done then. And that's exactly what it was. And strangely enough as well, one of the things with a few minutes left on the clock, Brianna Stewart was still in the game. You can think to yourself, but why? <laughs> but ultimately, she was left in there just towards the end, just by a little bit until eventually, of course, Brianna got a sit down. But Joel was still on as a trooper there, fighting until the very end, which then wrapped up the score at... 
The Wings winning the game at 68 points and the Storms lost at 51. As well as what was interesting is they said that the score which hung at 48 for quite a while until Jewel hit a two-pointer and then got a free-throw off of that as well. That it was hanging at 48 and because of that they had to go back 10 years till I think they said September 12th, 2012 to the last time that the Storm had such a low scoring game. So it's definitely a very strange anomaly considering how great that the Storm's been very recently with Sabiana Stewart back that we have just this weird anomaly of this really low percentage shooting horrible offensive game. So let's get into our overall summary of the game then which we could say of course that Positive to take away, it's a great game for Stewie. No surprise whatsoever there, of course. At 27 points, 8 rebounds, 1 assist, 3 steals, 4 blocks. As well as a great game for Joe Lloyd, 13 points, 2 rebounds, 4 assists. And for the rest of our starters, I wanted to highlight some key points that they did make, even though the scoring wasn't great. For Gabby, we have great rebound number at 5 rebounds. And then the rest of the numbers as four points, two assists, one steal, one block. For Bian January, even though the numbers are low at three points, she did have seven assists, which is absolutely fantastic, as well as we had two rebounds and one block. And then for Jantel Lavender, again, great rebound numbers for Jantel, six points as well, going down to low scoring of two points and one assist. So even though we could say that fantastic scoring game for Stewie and Jewel and everybody else struggled, at least everybody else still contributed either through rebounds or assists for the starters and still pulled their weight, at least we could say, defensively. Absolutely. Because we could say that at least hanging our hat on one thing, at least it was the defense that kept us in the midst of the game and made it a game for a great amount of time. On the opposite side... On the other team for Dallas, we have great game for Alicia Gray, 18 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals. Also a great game for Rico Gumbawale at 16 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal. We also have a double-double for Satu Sabali at 11 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. Absolutely amazing game. As well as we have 9 points, 7 rebounds and 1 assist for Kayla Thornton. Now let's get stuck into our percentages a little bit with the overall field goal percentage for the Storm at 31.7, of course not great, as well as the Wings having a percentage of 39.4, with of course the crux really being the three point percentage is the thing that more or less killed us in the game for a long while at 17.2%. Uh, please, 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 we need better three points percentage shooting and so forth for next games whilst as the wings had 33.3 percent the storm was also uh, rebounded by 11 whilst the storm had 31 and the wings had 42 the wings also had slightly more steals whilst the storm had six the wings had nine and on assists they were more or less even with the Storm at 17 and the Wings at 18. So, what can we say to focus on for the Storm for the next game? 
is that we need to have less focus upon three, in which I think I'm starting to sound a bit like a broken record. The percentage has been quite low consistently as we've went throughout more or less all the games. And so, therefore, as we said in previous episodes as well, let's try and go for more driving layups. Let's go for more mid-range shots. Let's try to push the ball and create all those driving opportunities, for instance, rather than relying upon that three-point shot. Also, we need to commit less turnovers because that really kills you in the end as well. As we learned from the New York Liberty's high set of turnovers for the last couple of games, is that the Storm ended the game with a high number of 16. So hopefully we need to bring that number dramatically down for the next game. As well as we need to focus upon more rebounds. Of course, more rebounds goes without saying. More opportunity to score. So the more times we get that rebounds going in, either tipping it in or another opportunity to pass to someone to take a shot. Lovely. So, what overall can we say then? Less focus upon threes, committing less turnovers, more focus upon getting those rebounds. Next game then is versus the Connecticut Sun. It's going to be another tough one since Connecticut Sun is being very great as a team at the minute, which their overall record currently is 8 wins and three losses and they currently sit number one in the eastern conference which the only other team to have a better rating than them is the las vegas aces sitting overall at number one with nine wins and two losses so they are the overall number two team for the connecticut sun so it's got to be a tough one but following on from this game of course we'll have more time with Stephanie Talbot and Mercedes Russell to come in and gel even more with the team, given their time off. And ultimately, we'll have, fingers crossed, a much better offensive game versus the Connecticut Suns than we did today against the Dallas Wings. In the meantime, feel free to drop me an email at the address at seattlestormpodcast at gmail.com as well as tweet me hello at the Twitter address at SeattleStormPod. So I will see everyone after our next game versus the Connecticut Suns.